0: Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap, where the magic happens. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm Deb. You you sound enthused.
0: I'm Deb, and the gentleman sitting next to me who is just as tired and gravelly as I am is Doug.
1: Oh, I'm not tired. I'm fine.
0: Fine. The Red Bull kicked in. Woo!
1: Red Bull and uh, the energy from the concert I went to last night that we'll talk Uh, about later.
0: No, no, we're going to talk about it now. Somebody, dickbag, sent me a picture from the show I couldn't go to last night because I had to work. And if I had the energy, then I would totally be punching you directly in the junk right now.
1: I believe the text, the actual words of the text were, sucks to work, and then I took a picture of the drum uh, the drum kit with the band's name on it. Uh, that band is Electric Six. That I know we've talked about before, you, you and I are both huge fans of. Um, this was uh, kind of an interesting one uh, that I, uh, I I didn't drink at the show. So... It was seeing them sober for the first time. Did you just
0: accidentally take a picture of your crotch?
1: No, 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 no. That was uh, me uh, getting in and out of my phone. It's just a little... Well, I can't do it now because... Hold on.
0: Well, you don't have to do it now. I can't believe you don't have the ketones turned off. Crap like that drives me nuts. I always turn off the the media sounds like that, yeah. Well, I always have fun, now. I don't care. I hate when I have keynotes. It doesn't even make a noise every time I punch a letter.
1: Well, my uh, my phone is is uh, usually on silent uh, unless I'm at, which is weird. Unless I'm at work, is that I need to be able to hear it if someone calls, like Gonzo, or my boss.
0: <sighs> yeah, I love how my boss calls my cell phone when I'm at work instead of the bar phone for some reason.
1: I don't mind that because no, I... No, it
0: doesn't bother me. I just, I like how they know that it's a lot more likely to answer my actual phone than to have to ask the bartender to come and tell me he's on the regular phone. Oh, you guys don't have a cordless? Or we totally do. I just don't answer it. Oh, okay. It's not my job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe you hated cordless phones. You're a phonist.
0: You know, maybe I should get one of those wooden ones you put on the wall that has like the cone-shaped earpiece and the mouthpiece attached
1: to that. Well, the whole phone's not it, made of wood. It's not that I was going to and then you have to, to... Crank it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah,
0: that's great pantomime and, for a podcast, Yeah, I was like, it's good,
1: uh, good space work there.
0: Great pantomime for a podcast. Anyways, Electric Six.
1: Electric Six. And I, uh... Sorry, Electronic Six? Electronic Six is, uh, the... Someone sent me a text the while I was in the show. techno shower pants for Electric Six. Yeah. The, you, you actually can ignore that techno. Um, I uh looked like a weird creep, uh jutting down their set list as it went on. Uh, but it was a epic set list. Um, in order, obviously. Uh they opened with Electric Demons in Love, After Hours, Dance Pattern, McDonald's, Gridlock, Gay Bar Part One and Two, back to back, uh, She's White, Hello I See You, Randy's Hot Tonight, Lights, Clusterfuck, Improper Dancing.
0: Awesome. In the middle of the street.
1: Improper dancing. Uh, Adam Levine, Danger Danger High Voltage, Formula Four O Nine, Dance Epidemic, I Buy the Drugs, and they closed out with Cheryl versus Daryl, which is a song I believe I don't know if we've talked about on, on I don't think air. We talked about it on air. But we talked about it a great deal off air. Which the premise of the song, I was listening to it like walking, when not even paying attention, and all of a sudden he says rape scene, and I'm like, wait what? And the whole premise of the song, I was telling you, I was like, you gotta listen to it. Is these two people get cast? This couple gets cast for a rape scene in a movie, and it's like how it changes their like relationship, relationship dynamic. Yeah. It's only shit that fucking Dick Valentine would think of. Um, but it was fun. I went with a coworker who um, really didn't have a huge knowledge knowledge of or, or like idea. Like she'd heard um, a couple songs I played for um, off their first album and uh, the second album. Uh, it was fun when I looked at her and I was like you just danced to a song about McDonald's or how she didn't know that the chorus to Adam Levine is uh, go to hell, go to hell, burn in hell, motherfucker
0: yeah.
1: and like everyone's fucking yelling it and she's like, okay, well everyone in the room has Tourette's um <laughs> you know that's, that's and, like
0: standard for an Electric 6 show everyone there is going to have Tourette's yeah,
1: yeah, but it was fun because I got like I kind of would like elbow her when I'm like okay, we're about to like start jumping now like you know," or it's like, this is going to be the dancey part
0: you know, one of the things I've always liked after six is that I'll listen to them a lot when I'm walking to work or if I'm going to work out because a lot of it's just really happy so it's like I can have something that wakes me up and you know kind of gets me moving around and is real upbeat like I mean Get Into The Jam is a great song to listen to right before you start a shift
1: oh their whole first album is just a great album to just do anything to
0: actually almost any of their albums like I said Flashy which is uh, the one that I got after I had Fire. I picked it up on random. I don't even remember. I think I was at work and decided... That's their...
1: flashes what, their fifth album? I have no
0: idea where it lands Cause in the spectrum. Because
1: they keep putting out an album every year. Like I said, I've known <clears> where it
0: lands <throat> in the spectrum. But I picked it up, and that, that starts out with Gay Bar Part 2. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fantastic. And as I told you, I left for a weekend to go for my brother's wedding and i left that in the cd player at work and when i came back one of my coworkers was completely obsessed with electric six i guess you've been listening to it non-stop all weekend
1: well it's one of those like you know uh my coworker Bree. um i bought her their second album senor smoke um and uh she was like yeah like that's you know like she's like here like sing them live i can totally hear it when i hear the album and you know, and they
0: do a great live show. Oh,
1: they do amazing it's live show. It's not
0: like they can't pull off the shit on the album that they, I mean, live. Right. They totally
1: can. I um, and uh dick that one
0: time.
1: But, you know, I was like, hey, like, you know, like, listen, like, when you're driving, just listen to what he's actually fucking saying. Because I know that, like, when I listen to Senior Smoke, and that's, I believe it's Be My Dark Angel, I'm like, did he just say Capri Sun? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Or the, what is it, I'm, you were walking down the street, so I got... I wanted to be on your side of the street, so I crossed the street to be on your side of the street. And you're like, you just said street, like, fucking eight times.
0: I went to the store to get some more fire.
1: To start a war on the nuclear dance floor. Yeah. I mean, just... That's,
0: isn't that the video where he's just, like, walking through the house No, that's, uh... Crabs? Yeah, that's
1: Dance Commander.
0: Yeah, no, that's right. It's his Dance Commander when he's walking through the house just destroying shit. Yeah. There's a part where he grabs, I think it's a vase, and then hits it with a golf club. Yep you're like, that's something... We're everybody like has everybody always wants to do stuff like that.
1: Um, but I did want to say that uh, we were talking about a little bit. Was uh, There were a few songs where I was just... Like, one, I'm glad that... Sorry,
0: sorry. That was my readable can. Sorry.
1: I was really glad that uh, Brie got to see um, Improper Dancing, because that has one of the best Electric Six things ever, where he goes, stop. Continue. Continue. Um, And
0: if you ever look that up, there are so many hilarious man-made videos. (coughs) Clips of horrible dancing.
1: Oh, like flash mobbing it or whatever? Just
0: all sorts of stuff. Stuff for music videos, random stuff they found on the internet. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Improper dancing.
1: Everyone
0: Uh, up the street. Yeah. uh,
1: But uh, the one that kind of caught me off guard was they played Randy's Hot Tonight. Which I would not have thought would have met it on a set list at all without Randy being in the crowd.
0: <laughs> you don't know. Maybe Randy was there.
1: Maybe you our Randy was there. You don't know. I don't know. You're right. Maybe Randy was texting me. Oh,
0: Randy.
1: He's hot tonight. I had
0: a burp stuck in me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
1: full of snot. Snot? Snot. It's snot. Yes, it is. <laughs>
0: so I had an assignment this week. You made me fill in some of my pop culture gaps. Oh, Lord. So I watched Anchorman.
1: And both of these are, the next two movies, they're the unrated versions. Which is how you should see them.
0: Yeah, so I watched Anchorman.
1: Goddamn right you did.
0: That is fucking garbage, Doug.
1: You are an asshole. And also categorically, objectively wrong.
0: <laughs> no, that's really, fucking really. It was yeah. fucking awful.
1: Anchorman is... No. You're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your fucking mind.
0: Mm-mm.
1: What didn't you like about it?
0: Pretty much everything.
1: Six Panther. Ugh. It has pieces of real Panther in it.
0: Okay, how about 60% this?
1: 60% of the time, it works all the time.
0: <laughs> like I said, the only thing I liked about it was his supporting cast.
1: That I will give you, yeah, yeah, that that Dave Keckner and Steve Carell and Paul Rudd uh, really do make that movie. And um,
0: who was his boss, Willard
1: something? Fred Willard Fred and Willard uh, was... uh, Chris Parnell was the assistant. Poor Chris Parnell. When he's like, why are you gonna say those words? Poop, poop mouth!
0: Put the gun down and let them marching band then go. Then go.
1: He's on something called Acid, and he's got a. No, I think it was Angel set. Dust. It was Acid, and he had an archery set.
0: I will give you app, Christina Applegate. Her butt looked fantastic in the first Revo shot of her in the 70s white pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I have many leather-bound books. Smell Library. of mahogany? Smell of mahogany. Mr. Burgundy, you have a massive erection. <laughs> so I got it. Uh, these pants are broken. I'm going to go back to the pants store. And fucking West Man fucking Vince Vaughn. The fucking, the news gang fight over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant truck is driving by. Actually,
0: I think it was a street sweeper.
1: But, uh, yeah, the 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 news team fights and all the cameos.
0: It's boy humor, I'm sorry, I thought it was dumb.
1: <laughs> when, uh, what is it, Luke Wilson? No, is it? It's Luke. Is it Luke Wilson gets his other arm torn off by the bear and he's like, Oh, come on! And, but see, now you get the joke where when, uh, Vince Vaughn says, like, when uh, what is it? Dave Keckner says like I'm gonna take your mother out to a nice seafood restaurant. We're gonna have a good time. I'm not gonna call her back. <laughs> and he's like Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. I found a Saint Dorothy Mantooth shirt and I've never been able to find it since. I could probably find it online, but I don't think
0: it'd be hard to find. No, online.
1: but like the point was that I found it and didn't buy it. Now it's like out of a principle that I'm like oh, I should have fucking
0: it. I'm sorry. It comes down to the fact that I just don't really care for Will Ferrell. I so, tried, Doug. I tried.
1: Okay, so I guess that leads into really didn't. Oh, uh, I was gonna say you liked the supporting cast. I was gonna say well, what about Steve Carell? I keep going back to oh, the
0: Steve Carell. Everyone is yelling playing, things.
1: I love Lamp. I love Lamp. There's, the one where at the very beginning where they're talking about the night before, and, you, and Dave Keckner's like, "I shit a squirrel," and then he just goes, "I'm sorry, Champ. I ate your chocolate squirrel." And you're like, oh god. Do you notice? did you notice that in the uh, that that like uncut um like intro where they're going around and introducing you know each other on the party? Yeah you know the scene. Did you notice that Brick is putting mayo in a toaster, pushing down the button and smelling it? No. Yeah. Like that is by far my favorite really subtle sight gags. Is there like everyone's like, Oh yeah, he's really funny. I'm like, he's putting mayo in a toaster and smelling it. He's like and then he goes, I'm Brick, and whatever, In like ten years they're going to call me mentally retarded. <laughs> I'm riding a fuzzy tractor. Fuzzy walls. When life ends you a Jeffrey. At the furry walls. <laughs> we can be mad at Jeffrey? I'm Jeffrey, and Small my wife.
0: When he lists off everything that's in a Jeffrey. Yeah. It's kind of
1: a Neapolitan of drugs.
0: Uh, so I did watch the other guys as well.
1: Speaking of Will Ferrell. But Will Ferrell is a Which little... Which
0: I liked a little bit better.
1: Well, Will Ferrell plays, like, the straight man in that more than... It seems like Mark Wahlberg is more of the... It
0: was just one of those things where, like I said, I know we're supposed to be, like, super over the top. If they'd just taken one step back, I would have liked it better. Boy, that movie was awesome. I loved The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in the beginning. Because
1: you're just like...
0: You're like, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and you're just like... They're the it,
0: badass hero cops that don't play by anyone's rules. rules.
1: <laughs> it's about a guy who came from Austria, It's Schwarzenegger. I'm telling a goddamn story. I wanted to hear you. I'd stick my hand up your ass and work you like a puppet.
0: Yeah, no, and, you know, like I said, when they kill them off, you see them jump off the building, you're like, they're gonna And then gonna it cuts to die. the funeral,
1: and they're like, there weren't even bushes. Like, they, what were they aiming for?
0: Which, of course, just makes me think of the Kyle Kinane joke.
1: Which
0: Oh, the one we was talking about, watching the bridge. The
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they caught him on film. They caught him, not literally, but on like, film.
0: Like I said, I'm gonna put a little glass of water just to post it. No one the be It says I think I can maybe make, make yeah. what?
1: You, right. <laughs> um, I, I, really, I once again, I really liked other guys. Um, I, I take just Will. Just the whole
0: scene where they have the go between between him and his wife with her mother. I'm just like this is yeah
1: that was a little that, I, I was, will, that was a little tedious um, I did like the when they were talking about like uh, the tuna versus the Is it the tuna versus the lion or whatever and Wilfred I was like oh you'll lose that fight nine times out of ten we'll have a kelp, we'll get up we'll be able to walk on land maybe not for like extended periods of time but an hour or two just enough to take out your pride and he's talking about like freshwater versus salt like I And the pimp voice. Come on. Gator. Gator. Which, I want to say on a side note, if you're caught up on At Midnight, you know where I'm going to go with this?
0: I am caught up on At Midnight.
1: Their spinoff?
0: I did make a software joke earlier, and we are not on air. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, did you say hoints? I did say hoints.
1: Oh. Hoints. Cute or too cute? (laughs) Doug Benson just looks so stoned, like, going... And did you see him when he and Will Ferrell hugged? It was so fucking awkward. Like, you could tell Doug Benson was like, I don't know what... uh, Is Will Ferrell gonna kiss me? Like... Ugh, yeah. And he does the fucking gator voice in the At Midday spinoff. Oh, God. Chad Softwick. Um,
0: However, the one running gag in The Other Guys that I really liked is how Mark Wahlberg would keep learning things sarcastically. You learned
1: how to play the harp sarcastically. You learned how to dance like that, sarcastically?
0: What, you don't think I don't know things?
1: He starts doing fucking ballet. Oh, my God. And he's in love with what's-his-name's-wife, and he's like, Good night, Sheila. Good night, Th- Sheila. Sheila go home.
0: said hi. I'll, I'll be here for anything. Like,
1: go home. Yeah, whatever, Alan. <laughs> I loved it, and I loved Steve Coogan and, uh, uh, Michael I Keaton. Keaton.
0: I love Michael Keaton in that just because I love Michael Keaton in pretty much anything. And
1: the running gag that Will Ferrell's is, like, giant pussy magnet. The wooden
0: gun. I'm like, he's got a tillinger gun.
1: What's he gonna do with that? Donk, and he fucking hits him.
0: <laughs> Which, of course, is my first thought.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they took a gun, they give it a nice, uh, linseed rub. Rob, you might want to write him a thank you note for that. Um, here's a whistle. Blow it. Someone the actual power will come and help you. Ugh. Get a needs his cat. Yeah, Get cat. his bitches be wearing jimmies. Ugh. Pimps don't cry. Did you watch it till the very end? Did you watch the post, past the credits? I don't remember. There's one where they're at the, it's an outtake from the Chinese restaurant. And uh, they're like, well, let's just get the check, and we'll start speaking what is obviously gibberish, but Mandarin. And he's like, It could be Cantonese. And he goes, Sure, sure, for sure. And you just hear, like, Wahlberg lose it. <coughs> you
0: okay
1: there? I am, I need a cough button. Do
0: you want me to just, like, punch you in the leg every time you
1: cough? No, yeah, that'll probably make me cough. You're
0: gonna have some kind of weird Pavlovian response now, every time you hit your leg, you start coughing
1: what's the pavlonian one in uh how i met your mother that barney does the marshall
0: and marshall wants to go to whatever their version of benny hahn is that's right
1: that's right that's right (laughs) we
0: had a cold we went there six times (laughs) uh do you want to skip to ted's mom yeah do we want to yeah we'll
1: just go to the how i met your mother there was this is spoilers if you're not caught up and i don't know if you're caught up i am um
0: because i had
1: uh, this was very subtle but very sad And it was I I want to say it's the one where uh, Ted's uh, oh it's how Robin broke the lamp, Um, and it's the big reveal at the end that Robin's mom shows up.
0: It looks a lot older than I thought she would.
1: Who cares? It's fucking Tracy Ullman. That's rad. Okay, fine. Jeez. I mean, she looks eerily similar to what she looked like in Men in Tights, which is unfortunate, but (laughs) the tree. That's an interesting name. Used to be shit house. <laughs> it's a good change. Good change. Anyway, sorry. Because I had ahead. that movie memorized too. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, movies memorized, do you watch the prequel to a sequel I've memorized that's not on the list? What's that? Uh, Major League.
0: Oh yeah, I totally
1: familiar with that. So uh, you know, and uh, so you see the big reveal of Robin's mom. You only then, know
0: three things about Robin's mom.
1: What were the... Oh, that was... There
0: was something about her hating something.
1: And that she's Canadian or something. And then it's like... And then she was married to the dad.
0: Anyways,
1: go ahead, sorry. Um, but, uh... You know, it, it... You know, the big reveal, and then it cut to... Uh, the... The the, pre, uh, the... the future with uh, Ted and the wife, and, uh... Do we know her name? I don't think they've named her yet. Oh, my God. So, uh... You know, and she goes, Well, yeah, like, no, mom is gonna miss their child's wedding. And then Ted gets really sad. <coughs> Don't punch me. That's my Pavloni response. Is when I cough, I'm going to think I'm going to get hit. That's even worse. I'm sick and paranoid.
0: give you, like, the weirdest I'm flinches. just going to cough
1: and then, like, flinch, it's yeah. You
0: are twitchy enough already.
1: I am kind of a twitchy bastard. But, uh, so obviously that implies that Ted's mom is going to die. Um, we don't know how long Ted dates the mom, so... Uh,
0: I think it's implied two years before they get engaged.
1: Is it two years? And Ted's, what is it, Ted's last cigarette is the day before he meets the mom or something. So I'm really hoping they pay off, like, Ted's last cigarette.
0: Possibly. They haven't really revisited that since, uh, that episode. Because, I mean, they didn't make it. They did it, what, to season, it in, what, season
1: eight, like, I believe they talked about it?
0: Well, they didn't make reference to it when Lily found out she was pregnant with, uh... Marvin, if you remember, but was it like
1: one of like I think what is it one of one of their last cigarettes was uh, um, when they go to Atlantic City when Barney and Marshall go to Atlantic City.
0: I would like one hundred beers, please. I would also like one hundred beers. I did <coughs> like the gag in the. Um, I was rewatching the weekend at Barney's episode. I mean, wedding at Barney's episode when he's still passed out for all the wedding pictures. That all he
1: remembers is uh, the water, the of uh, the kiss, and the stairs, getting uh, falling yeah. down the stairs.
0: Ugh. Oh. Yeah, but I was gonna say the. No, we're never. I'm never getting this drunk again. Cut and to then, then they cut to all of them getting that, that drunk. drunk again. <laughs> I won. Oh crap! Yeah. The, what is
1: it, the one where, is that, is that the one where they cut to, like, future mm-hmm. Marshall and Lily in the bar? The kid in college?
0: Yeah, and the kid walks in after that.
1: And they're like, what the shit? And they're like, we got rid of him!
0: He's out of the house! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is great, because it implies they also get stoned after that, because there's the
0: Great big bag of sandwiches.
1: sandwiches. Wow, sandwiches are not this strong oh.
0: Yeah, I was going Where and
1: he's like, Where's my wife?
0: You have a wife?
1: Oh my god. Sandwiches. Still the one of the best euphemisms.
0: Well it's also just how they, you know, put the sandwich out in the ashtray or have the sandwich. In a in bag, the bag. Yeah. or
1: it's like they're like lighting up a sandwich with a lighter and to hide it under a book.
0: Okay, we need to stop saying sandwiches because now I want an actual sandwich.
1: I don't think there's a podcast where we don't talk about food and you go, I want a dot dot dot.
0: We're always doing it early in the morning, and I've rarely eaten before we do it. No. Or if we do, it's mostly because you brought me a bag of chips or something like that. Why? Because it's very early, and I didn't want to get up and make a smoothie.
1: Okay. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy little laugh.
0: Guest stars on Community. This do you want to go?
1: Oh. Do you want to go major league or do you want to go Community? I was
0: going to go Community.
1: Okay. Um, are you caught up as well? Yes I am. Awesome. The newest I had episode time. Meow Meow Beans. Let's talk about a few things on this one. I don't want to get to guest stars right away. There are two other things I want to get to. One, there are all the fives are dressed like Logan's run. I love it. Or no, all the threes are dressed like Logan's yes. Run. All the fives are dressed like fucking weird Kryptonians from the Richard Donner fucking movies. But, uh, welcome to the future dance party. Um, let's talk about about when op-ed goes, everyone's reduced to numbers and objectified. I've never felt more alive.
0: Which, by the way, both of us watched the recent At Midnight episode, the recent At Midnight Community episode. Oh, God, yes. It is so fucking...
1: I need to get It's out. horrible
0: to watch Danny Pooty switch between Danny Pooty and Abed. Yes. With just the simple gesture of kind of lowering his head a little and getting a more intense yep. look in his eyes.
1: Yep. Um,
0: I've never felt more alive. Start so <laughs> go ahead.
1: And then uh, I'd be remiss if. And I freaked out and texted you. Starburns dressed as Zardoz. One. Deep fucking cut. Deep fucking cut. Because I've got co-workers that I've gotten into Community, and there's no way they're gonna fucking catch that. Like, I, I was like, there's no way you caught that. You did not know what was going on. You were just like, okay, Starburns is dressed weird.
0: Okay, community is another one of those shows, like the Venture Brothers, where I really like them to go through and do, like, a special edition pop-up video. Video,
1: yeah. They did that with, uh, what well, we were talking about, Space before, off-air, but, uh, yeah. they have a, what's called, it's a commentary track called an, um, um, homage meter mm-hmm. homage meter whatever homage meter but like it, you don't it, know
0: how to say homage
1: well not when you have meter at the end of it It's is it, is it,
0: homage a, meter
1: What what is, is it, it
0: homage meter
1: or is it a homage meter homage. like a thermometer homage. you wouldn't say thermometer
0: homage meter sounds like you have speech impediments I do have a
1: speech impediment
0: well, you made it weird Doug
1: oh wait I meant I was sick did you mean my lisp Yes. <laughs> Don't do that.
0: It happened. Deal with it.
1: Um,
0: but uh, I was going to say no. I mean, they did that randomly for Girl Next Door, which is a highly underrated film, by the way.
1: The, the uh, no, oh, they did do No,
0: they did a pop-up video uh, track you could watch with it. And like I said, I would love Venture Brothers to do that because I catch a lot of the stuff that they're doing, but I'm sure there's worlds of it that I haven't caught, and I would love Community to do that because it's the same type of thing.
1: Oh, all the stuff in the background, like, i pause it and read the whiteboard, and, and... Well, there
0: was also just, I was, I was gonna say, hanging out with the non term and he's doing what the non term does, which is dicking around on Reddit, and he's like, hey, look at these photos, and it's photos from a scene in Community, and they're pointing at this couple in the background, and the guy walks out first, zipping up his fly, and then the girl walks out afterwards, wiping her mouth, and you're just like... Aah! Like how much of this stuff am I missing? I need pop-up video community. Yes, we do. Let's write. Especially letters. for
1: Venture Brothers as well. Uh, when let's, let's
0: let's write Jim Rash.
1: Why do we rate Jim Rash? Why not? I mean, he's
0: he's an Oscar winner. If yeah. anybody could do it.
1: Oh, for him to do it? Yes. I'd imagine that's more uh I know it'd be Harmon and uh Dino Stephanopoulos. Yeah, I was gonna say I know that, but still it's
0: just one of those, you know, I'd like those. Harmon's coming
1: out with a documentary about Harman. I would totally watch it.
0: It's guy. called Harman Tem, which is the name of his uh I was podcast. Gonna say, about name of
1: his podcast. That he does that in uh Nerd Melt. I would
0: watch the crap
1: out of that documentary. Yeah. There there's actually a couple documentaries that are that are coming out that uh Graham I must say Graham Norton. Uh Elwood. yeah, is doing um earbuds. It's uh uh, documentary about podcasts. Neat. And it's going to have, yeah, it's going to have like Nerdist, and it's going to have Marin, and it's going to have, uh, obviously, that they do uh, the comedy-filled nerds, uh, probably going to have Benson, um, This American Life. Like, it runs the gamut. Sorry, so
0: can we talk about a non-sequitur?
1: That's why the show exists, yeah.
0: Okay, so we all know that I have weird habits, right? Sure. Uh, I was, after I got out of the shower the other day, and I'm Q-tipping my ears like you do, and I'm like, I should probably clean out my earphones. So I took the little Q-tip and was cleaning out my earbuds. I did all this
1: this morning. This is weird. Okay.
0: People should never share earbuds. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Gah. Gah. Gross. Which leads me to a point I've made many times. Humans are gross.
1: Oh, well, we'll get to that later.
0: Oh, I know. Humans are gross. Well, as we all know, my productivity has ground to a hold for... A myriad of reasons, one of them being that a what? I. What? Myriad.
1: What's a myriad? I just
0: like saying myriad. Because it's like a myriad of reasons. And then myriad of reasons. And then people are like, a half shirt of reasons? No?
1: Okay, it's a word you made up. Yes. Got it. No, no, it's not a real word. I thought you were mispronouncing myriad. No,
0: no, no. No, it's not a real word. That's, that's the that's the made-up word meter, apparently. That's the, yeah. Made-up word alert? No points. <laughs> no points. Like I said, uh, one of which being that I was stupid enough to buy a digital antenna. Why would you do that, Deb? You don't get anything done anyways. It's like I've been thinking about actually getting honest-to-God internet instead of stealing it from the Whole Foods next door, and then I'd really never get anything done. But Ion had Major League on
1: Oh, uh, censored?
0: Well... It was, actually. That was one of the points I was going to bring up, is it's always hilarious when you see them overdubbing the actual swearing. yippee like, ki melon farmer. Exactly. It's, it's, it's like the, the family guy gag. And now showgirls. Yeah! On TBS.
1: Aww.
0: Because <laughs> it's like, you know there's a bunch of stuff you're missing.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: But I... Charlie Sheen's haircut in that movie is hilarious. Because he has, like, the weird 80s shaping on the back of his head, uh-huh. where like, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. Is that the one where he gets
1: glasses at the end, or was it that the, one the second one? It is he gets
0: glasses in, like, the middle of it, and then With they the have... With the skull and crossbones on it? I was going to say, and he comes out to Wild Thing all the time. Yep. Yeah.
1: Randy Quaid.
0: No. Who's
1: that? Wesley Snipes. What Dennis Habert.
0: I was going to say, it's actually...
1: Playing Sorrento. Was the, say, the voodoo pretty, fucking baseball player.
0: I was gonna say, it's actually, I hate to say it, but it actually kind of held up pretty well.
1: <laughs> I have the second one memorized. Uh, it came out on HBO when I was just at that age where my nerd brain kind of emerged. So it's like, I'm just gonna watch this over and over and What's over. it's really though, because
0: there was a lot of baseball movies that got made around that time for some reason, like Mr. Baseball well, uh, with Tom Selleck, which I love, by the probably way. Probably
1: City of Angels, not City of Angels, uh, Field of Dreams.
0: Um, okay, but that one's
1: just sad.
0: Uh, it's there's a book that I well, I, sh- I shouldn't say read, listen I'm to i think of other
1: baseball movies that came out around the um,
0: Bad News Bears. No, Bad
1: News Bears was 70s. Angels
0: in the Outfield.
1: Christopher Lloyd, then unknown, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Well, that was,
0: that was in the 90s. I was more just naming out random. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go Angels in the Outfield, you're gonna I'll
1: go Angel. Love that movie, though.
0: Oh, Tom Hanks in a league of their own. I, when I was a little kid, I thought the scene of him peeing forever was, like, the funniest fucking thing.
1: I still get a little misty at the end. That's so sad. So, and the part where, like, she thinks that, like, Bill Pullman's dead. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about baseball movies some more.
1: <laughs> well, but, I mean, if you're gonna go, like I was gonna say, if you're gonna go, uh... What was the kid when you had Angels in the Outfield? Yeah. You gotta go The Rookie, and you gotta go the one where that kid inherited the, the Minnesota Twins for, like, no reason. I
0: don't
1: remember that one. <coughs> I don't remember the name of it. I loved
0: The Rookie, just because... Of his, where his arm heals. His, his, his tendons or something healed too tight. Yeah. So, like, it's so he has, like like a, a rubber a band action. Yeah. But it's also just... Funky
1: butt-loving. You say funky butt-loving? <laughs>
0: Dude. <laughs> Doug and I are just going to laugh over funny words for the next 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. I just learned English like three years ago.
0: A. Blinken. Did you just say A. Blinken? No,
1: I said A. Blinken. Hold the horses, man.
0: Damn you, Mel Brooks.
1: Black? Black Sheriff. Okay, this actually battles.
0: leads into a, a really <laughs> weird thing. It's Deborah in her Ingress obsession, one of the other players had made some reference to the end of It's the end of Blazing Saddles when he's like, screw you, I work for Mel Brooks. And I randomly read that while I was getting done with work and almost spit whiskey straight down the bar (laughs) because I was laughing so hard. And I'm like, gotta swallow it! Can't have it come out my nose! Oh, it burns! God.
1: (laughs) By the way, the new DLM has the first honest-to-God spit take on it.
0: What,
1: what, What happened? Uh... Benson was trying to wrap it up, uh, so Rich Summer, T- well, of course, T.J. Miller just kept talking. That's T.J. Miller. So T.J. Miller decided like he was going to keep talking, so everyone decided they were talking at the same time, and it was T.J. Miller, Rich Summer from Mad Men, uh, Kamel Nangiani and, nice. and Kurt Braunholder, and they're all talking, 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 Then you know it's like eventually it's just going to die off, and it just dies off, and Kamel just ends it with like, and eat a dick! Like, you don't know what any of them were actually saying, and then it just goes to eat a dick, and Kurt Brownholler just spit takes, and fucking DJ Miller calls him on it. It was a really good episode.
0: And I just got an email from Dark Horse that apparently all Frank Miller is on sale half off of digital.
1: Oh, we need to talk about speaking of Frank Miller... I so know you don't check our Twitter, or, or no, our, our uh, Facebook. I don't. I need to tie our Twitter to my, or to our Facebook. I need to do that. They'll do that later today. Okay.
0: Um, uh, so on a random non-sequitur real quick, because of Deborah's Ingress problem, I got a new external battery. It is Anchor Brand, and it is the most awesome thing ever. Because
1: you run your shit down playing Ingress.
0: I do. Okay. I can only get about two and a half hours of gameplay on my phone, because Ingress sucks a lot of your battery life mostly because you need the screen on all the effing time. But this battery, I can recharge my phone seven times on it before I have to recharge the battery again. And it is fucking awesome. I love it so much. So Anker, Sankara so case. What? I don't know, you're pimping them. I am pimping them. But it's mostly just because I was so happy with the
1: product. Hamburger pimping them?
0: No. Kenny Loggins.
1: Kenny Loggins was on Archer!
0: <laughs> have you seen it? No. But it's okay. It can ruin. You know, I don't
1: mind. Well, the premise of the episode is that they're going to throw... Well, one, Krieger is trying to sell the Coke online using Bitcoin. I
0: thought
1: Bitcoin went bankrupt. It's something like Bitcoin. He calls it like DigiMoney or something, but it's it's obviously a knock at like digital currency. Um, I don't don't know which one... I guess that would be the B-line. The A-line story is... They're going to throw a baby shower for Lana. For Lana. And of course...
0: Lana, the hottest pregnant lady ever.
1: Well, of course, uh, Archer thinks the greatest gift would be to have Kenny Loggins play at her baby shower.
0: Of course he does.
1: Now, so, he tracks down Kenny Loggins. And Kenny Loggins thinks he's there to kill him over a mysterious briefcase, which, when shot, glows purple out of it. You don't ever know what's in it. You
0: know, it's a, it's a little pulp fiction nod there. It's,
1: well, like, at one point, Archer saves Kenny Logan's life. Long story. And, uh, he's like, do so you have to try to kill me? And he's like, no, I don't care what's in your briefcase. That could be either plutonium or a human soul. And then he calls, um, Kenny Loggins, like, a Faustian, like, bargain master or something. That he's actually like, makes sense. He's like, Kenny Loggins, possible Faustian bargain master. Uh, how many
0: people you
1: think got that one? My, um, yeah, Archer's got a pretty well-rounded audience.
0: I was more thinking how many people actually know about
1: Faust anymore. People who went to college? But no Faust? That's
0: not something they make you.
1: I read it in high school but that was me I I read ferociously
0: I was gonna say I mostly know it because of the opera inspired by it
1: uh no I I remember great now
0: I'm singing in my head
1: post 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 I don't know what the words are um and probably not in English
0: (laughs) (laughs) not now Doug's making up his own opera post
1: post post
0: you know maybe that's our next project maybe we should do a rock opera or rockra
1: copra Opera Cop opera. Is that community? Yeah. Yeah. Because Pierce like, has it like five seconds later is like, copra! Damn. Um, oh, we never got to the community uh, guest stars. Sorry. Awesome. Let's uh,
0: circle the wagons on back. So
1: real quick, uh, yeah, uh, Kenny, we'll just do a guest star thing. So yeah, uh, Kenny Loggins plays Danger Zone with Outlaw country singer, what is your name now? Charlene. Charlene. Uh, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, it got danger zone stuck in my head for two days, and I posted on Facebook. And I love that some people did not get it. Uh, that I, t- I did hashtag danger zone, hashtag Lana, 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 <laughs> and I was just like, I had people who were like, "What? Who the fuck is Lana?" And I'm like, Lana, Lana. So, uh, and Pam is now uh, uh, Graduated to uh, Mentos made of Coke. And gives uh, Lana Coke for her uh, present. Baby shower gift. Because it's Coke. Why wouldn't it be? Um, the guest stars on Community. Let's just hit this really quick. Insane.
0: In the membrane.
1: Yum yum beans reps are Steve Agee and Pat. Oh, Pat Muscle. Uh, Steve Agee and Brian Posehn. The trio of threes are uh, Tim and Eric, from Tim and Eric. Great show, yeah. good job, whatever, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. I hate to Although so liked him, I like Tim I like Tim Heidecker's um, uh, movie, um, uh, The Comedy. It's really fucking good, and not a comedy. Um, and then that third, the girl was uh, Jen Kirkman, who is a close friend of uh, Paul of Tompkins. Yeah.
0: She's uh, really
1: funny. She's really fucking funny. Thank you, Bad Midnight. Uh, well, thank you, Pot of Tomcast, because that's how I found out about her. Yeah. Um, and then, of all fucking people, did you know who played Kugler?
0: Because
1: I'm watching it going, there's no way this guy's not a person of note because they're giving him a shit ton of screen time. And I remember seeing this guy's name on, like, the upcoming guest stars, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Mitch Horwitz, or okay. Horwitz, uh, creator, writer-creator of Arrested Development. Oh, Mitch. And I was like sweet and I, I love that they ended it with like the 80s college like coogler coogler oh
0: coogler oh
1: coogler and he's all like it's party o'clock dude or whatever he says talks like a ninja turtle it's um on
0: for uh fast times
1: spigoli oh my pizza's here don't say pizza sorry he orders a pizza i don't it's in a movie i can't help it
0: So, as Doug showed up today, I was doing what I always do before he gets here on a Saturday, which is half-asleep watching The Incredible Spider-Man, which the animation is terrible on. Spectacular. Was it Spectacular? Yeah, The Spectacular Spider-Man, which I can barely see. The Hulk is incredible. Fine. And Justice League Unlimited.
1: Which, I love it. was a really good
0: episode that I just watched, actually.
1: It's part one of the uh, Now and Future thing, is the name of uh, the two-part. Saga. And then it's uh, Weird Western Tales, and then I can't remember the name of the second one, but it's They Go to the Future. Well, it's got Batman Beyond. Yay! I'll watch it next week. Yeah, you
0: After that, Dragon Ball Z came
1: out. <coughs> you goddamn right it did.
0: And of course, Doug starts swearing at Dragon Ball Z. Why wouldn't I? Why would you? You know what's gonna happen. You've watched it all before.
1: Now, the best part is, yeah, while we're watching it, I'm like, I don't well, remember this guy that. happens to this, and this happens to that, and then you're like, so he's gonna, so Cell's gonna eat all the androids? And I'm like, no, just uh, sixteen and eighteen, and then seventeen gets wished to be human, and Krillin and her hook up. Um, yeah, like I am a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. It is one of my guilty pleasures in anime. I think it
0: has to be a guilty pleasure.
1: Um, considering I like to, I I like to think that I've got a pretty kind of high-minded um, taste in terms of anime. Um, I'm very very picky about my anime. You know it's an art form in Japan, right? Not just fucking cartoons. Um, but I'm a huge fan of Akira or Akira. I'm still on this.
0: If you say Akira, it just makes it sound like a car.
1: I know, but that's how they say it. Akira, Canada, that's Did you
0: just say something about Canada?
1: Yeah, the the big brother character in. Uh, it's a joke. So, Canada. Um, you know, like, that and, and Trigun, which I thought was, was far smarter than anyone gives it credit for.
0: Cowboy Bebop?
1: Uh, I didn't get into Cowboy Bebop. Um, but I remember watching Robotech when I was a little kid, and, like, it was... I was like, dude, this is way too fucking, like, politically complicated to follow when I was, like, eight. Uh, but I remember really liking it to try robots. Makes Vosh's coat for, like, 500
0: bucks. Oh, Vash, yeah. Yeah. But it's a fantastic fucking coat. Like it's incredibly well done, but it's like a five hundred dollar coat, and I'm like, it's a five hundred dollar coat, and it's not made out of baby seals that have died of natural causes. I don't want it.
1: Or not. Freshly clubbed.
0: The funny thing is whenever anybody says something about clubbing baby seals, I always imagine them using the baby seals as the Clubs.
1: clubs. It's like whenever someone says club kids, I don't think kids that go to clubs, I think of the verb clubbing, kids.
0: Whenever anybody says club kids, I immediately think party monster.
1: I knew you were going to go there. What? I knew you are going to go there. You, seen it?
0: you don't want to see Macaulay Culkin dressed as a feather doing uh, shitloads of drugs?
1: The acting was so campy.
0: It's because they were amateur directors. Ugh. Also, if you seen any of the other interviews with James St. James. He's just kind of like that. I Don't would... get me wrong, I love listening to pretty much anything he has to say about anything. But he is, he's just- he's like, Ah, Jesus! <sighs> Thank you for scaring the shit out of the cat, Doug! Fuck
1: you, the cat's scared the shit out of me! I have it on tape! <laughs> it's
0: not like he's being sneaky!
1: It's just, there was like the weight shift, and then the movement, and it was near my head, Which is why I keep all my stuff. What the hell
0: did you think was going to happen to you?
1: I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's okay, Sasha. They just wait for you to
1: die so they can eat you.
0: Actually, probably that one. See? Stop staring him down.
1: It's staring at me. It started it.
0: You leave Sasha alone. Now that Doug's had his little freak out over cats, apparently we're going to talk about Sin City.
1: We're not going to talk about Sin City. We're going to talk about... Sin City Two, a damn to kill for. Sin City Two. Sin City as well.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh. Ooh.
0: You know, if we ever make a sequel to anything, we're not gonna say two. We're gonna say as well.
1: Okay. Or again. No, again implies it's the same thing.
0: Deja vu. Uh.
1: Or some more.
0: (laughs) Or some more.
1: That was my uh, joke about uh, the Never Ending Stories. It shouldn't have been called Never Ending Story Part 2. It should have been called, like, Never Ending Story Some More. Because it's a never ending story.
0: Never Ending Story-er.
1: Yep. Hmm. But it had the same, like, weird... Like, the Rock Eater was, like, very eerily similar to the Gnome King gnome king from Return to Oz. Or Return to Oz, rather.
0: Uh, Sin City 2. First
1: trailer has hit. I
0: haven't watched
1: it. I will show it to you. It's it's on uh, it's you. it's on our Facebook. Um, the cast is ridiculous. Uh, you've got um, Mickey Ward coming back. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna do Michael Kirk Duncan. I guess he already filmed it, right?
0: Let's hope so. Because so like, he was
1: minute. yeah. Um, but you see him like open his eye and it's gold, and you're like, oh shit! Like it's it's how he lost his eye. Uh, in the first fight with
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Clive Owen's character who has a different face. Uh, well, yeah, because that was one of the
0: plot points. Yeah, it was that
1: he had a new face. face. You find out about Dwight and that whole thing. Um, cause I, I, I remember reading A Dame to Kill For which was that initial story. Um, but it's being once again co-directed by Rodriguez and Miller um, and it looks f- fucking phenomenal. It looks just like Sin City and I mean that in the best possible way. I
0: have to say, as much as the story was not so great, I still really enjoy Spirit.
1: Once again, I think we've talked about it, the best way to watch it is on mute.
0: Yeah, and I make up my own story that goes with it. Uh But the visuals are just fantastic. The whole scene where he's like passed out and they do kind of the collage of women going back mm -hmm. and he slides out of the mouth. Yeah, it's just fantastic.
1: It was just really like the Diet Coke of Sin City. Like, it was just like... That and I, I remember seeing it And the Toilets are always funny No, they're not Yes, they are No, they're not Yes, they are um, And I remember I was like, dude, the spirit doesn't have a healing factor Like, yeah. he doesn't And they're like, well, what's the big deal? Die. And I'm like, that's like if you watched the ex No, he was a normal guy, he just came back from the dead If you shot him, he'd die again Oh,
0: well, that's right, I remember that It's not that he that But he died. came back, it's that he was the came thing back. Yeah, but which like, is why the doctor was so important Because she had to kind of piece him back yeah, together Yeah, yeah
1: and that's the thing, like it's everyone's. like, funny, well, "What's In a my big head, deal? I'm
0: always like, Staples!
1: <laughs> chunk, chunk, chunk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but my whole thing was like, you know, everyone's going, like, oh well, he, he like he heals, what's the big deal? I'm like, it's like watching X Men and then suddenly Wolverine can fly. It's like, no, that's not one of his powers. Like, the spirit that he doesn't have But really X Men set the benchmark for most characters can just heal at this point.
0: Although I have to tell you, one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen is Samuel Jackson dressed up as a Nazi.
1: Nazi. With uh, Scarlett oh, Johansson. Which, ooh, you, and I like her a lot, but you could take her out of the movie and it would change okay. nothing.
0: Yeah, no, her character was pointless in that movie. Other
1: than, like, you know, Miller. We was Miller. watching. Huh?
0: We was watching.
1: Oh, uh, the, with the little yeah. Latin clones. Um. But yeah, like. The only reason she was in it was because Frank Miller insisted on putting every femme fatale from *The Spirit*, which was annoying. Well, it's like because he these on paper. In it it sounds great. Seconds. Like who else? Like you're like Frank Miller, a purist, a, clack, a classicalist. He's gonna be doing an adaptation of William a uh, Will Eisner. On paper, makes total fucking sense.
0: But I mean, you have Plaster of Perry in there for like.
1: Was she a four the, the belly dance yes. again?
0: For like a four-minute scene that was just pointless.
1: Yeah. And then Jamie uh, Jamie King is like the weird goddess. Like you're like, all right. Oh,
0: that's right. The one who's always trying to
1: bring him into the light. Yeah. Like it's just it's it was just silly. It
0: was very silly. Not in a good way.
1: No. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. All right. Internet told me I'm wrong. Uh. Bring yeah. on the bad Oscar picks.
1: Yeah, I know. And we're doing this like a week late. Uh, we actually Deal went. We went, uh, we went. We went four for five on picks Oh,
0: real nope for reals for realsies for the reals
1: Uh, we picked uh, Geraldino we picked Lupita Nagano we picked McConaughey we picked 12 Years a Slave what did we get wrong Uh, Judy Dench Uh, we called her out for Philomena and uh, Kate Blanchett won for Blue Jasmine
0: excuse me
1: and by the way Ellen DeGeneres what the fuck what do
0: you mean
1: I was not a huge fan of her hosting I really do want Seth MacFarlane back. I, and, I One, I think it'll pull in the demographics I want to get. Uh, and two, I just... He's more lively. Like, uh, Ellen just turned it into this, like, fucking social media jerk-off. Where it's like... Let's just let the, Neil
0: Patrick Harris host everything and we'll all be fine.
1: Yeah, but, like, he's great on the... What is it? The Tonys? And you've got um, Puller and Faye on the Golden Globes. Uh, which was fucking fantastic. <coughs>
0: you okay
1: there? Yeah, I'm just dying.
0: Do I have any more corrections?
1: Uh, yeah. Masioka is on Hawaii 5 uh, Heroes 3. Weirdly enough, could not think, I could not think of Primatech, the main bad guy in the first two seasons, but I knew Pinehurst and the Clock King's name I kept referring to him as Samuel from Heroes. Uh, his name was Robert Nepper or Kneeper. K N E P P E R. Meh. Thank you for not giggling that I said pee pee. There you go.
0: Well, I didn't even think of that until you said it now. (laughs) Duty.
1: It's my duty. It's a big duty. (laughs) Ah, it's such a good fucking movie. Alright, mistakes I made
0: this week. Dog, I'll let you go first.
1: I'm sick. My mistake is being a human. It's 2014. Where the fuck is my robot body? Or, like, where's the cure to the common cold? Or where's, I don't know, the, like, bracelet that gives me, like, a nano-web that keeps germs away from me? Like, what the shit, future? What the shit?
0: Uh, mine is actually also somewhere along those lines. My everything hurts. I think I've Not reached... a euphemism. No. I think I've reached that point in my life where everything's just starting to wear out... And I took an accidental nap yesterday to the first Superman, which by the way, doesn't hold up. Big surprise there.
1: The first one? Yeah. First one totally? No, the second one holds up.
0: See, there you go. I apparently fell asleep in such a way that I totally fucked up my right wrist. Because, like I said, I took an accidental nap on this love seat, and I broke my wrist a number of years ago, so it's a little wonky, anyways. But I woke up, I, I just, I apparently had done something to my thumb, because it was popping all fucking night last night. And locking? It was not locking, mm-hmm. unfortunately. What kind of god would give you those legs but no sense of rhythm?
1: Who is he talking about in that?
0: Um. Britta? No, no, it's, um, Jimmy Pesto Jr. from uh, Bob's oh. yeah. Oh, they were going community. No, on. we weren't going community, we were going I Bob's thought it was a pop and lock. <laughs> what was it, the Heather Pop and Lock Lears?
1: Yeah. It was just Chang. Oh,
0: poor Chang. I popped and locked for, what, five hours?
1: And he still wasn't part of the group? Nope.
0: Oh, poor Chang.
1: Oh, were you done with your everything hurts?
0: Well, is there supposed to be a follow-up? No, like, literally my everything hurts. I think I need to go to the massage therapist because I think my hips are out of alignment. And no, not for any good reason.
1: Well, that sounds frustrated in a way. No. Or maybe like a German Shepherd
0: been inbred so my hips pop out of alignment a lot
1: well when you put it that way
0: well I mean that's why that's why a lot of dogs have hip problems dysplasia. yeah I was going to say it's because the purebreds have been inbred so much they have a lot of weird health problems like that
1: you do have a lot of siblings four. I always associate large families with rural areas I don't know why
0: yeah it's actually kind of weird
1: it's like I, the like I just assume people that are taller than me are older than me. But I think that comes from like being a kid. Well, I like, can, I adults can, are taller than you seem to no, naturally see, associate. Like I said,
0: I can I can see why that would be a natural association. Although I would think you would have gotten over that in junior high when all the girls are taller than all the boys. No.
1: Look at me, Deb. The girls are usually taller than me anyway.
0: You seem to enjoy kind of being at tit level.
1: I do enjoy being at tit level. You and Tory Westford, not Westford, it's not our last name anymore. But yes, you and Tori can, you yeah, know, back me up on that one. Oh, no,
0: it's creepy. Great, Doug. You made it weird. Hey. Social contract, asshole. So, a lot of our, uh, yeah, we're going to sit in professor position.
1: <laughs> oh, no, I'm sitting back because I'm taking, you're taking the lead on this because I cannot be trusted.
0: No, you can't be trusted with this one. A lot of our social contracts have to be more with being gentler with everybody around you. This one I would like to talk about maybe just reaching for something a little better than what's expected of you. Hey people, let's try to exceed our expectations of ourselves and each other and try not to live up to the stereotype. Thank you. Why would you want to live up to the stereotype? Whichever stereotype may apply to you. I think we've all been in a bunch of different social situations where you've been involved with people, whether it be race, economically, um, I was going to say geographically, have lived up to a stereotype religious. that you... Religious. Yeah, sorry. I shouldn't have skipped religious. Have lived up to a stereotype you have in your head. And you think to yourself, why? Why wouldn't you try to well, be it's something more Well, it just galvanizes
1: that? that stereotype in other people's brains. Like,
0: okay, I you?
1: assume every Christian is out to save me, because I've had that experience over and over and over again, where they're like, so, Jesus Christ, and I'm like, cool, you know, God and I have a thing, I don't fuck with him, he doesn't fuck with me.
0: But it's just, like I said, why wouldn't you try to exceed the expectations that... can be
1: trusted if it's religious.
0: Not really. Like I said, why wouldn't you try to exceed the expectations that people have for you? I mean, you and I, in our own fucked up, lazy way, do try and do a lot of self-improvement on ourselves. Yeah. Like I said, we do a lot of quote-unquote me work. Yeah. I was going to say, we try to improve our minds, and to a vague extent, our bodies. More meat than you. But, anyways, how's that yogurt going, Doug?
1: I had a yogurt. Does that count?
0: Yeah. Did you have to bend over to
1: get it? No. It doesn't count. It was Boston cream pie flavor.
0: What does it taste like?
1: Boston cream pie? I don't know
0: what Boston cream pie tastes like.
1: What? Dude, your gaps in knowledge are staggering. How have you never had Boston cream pie?
0: Never something that appealed to me.
1: Sweet Jesus. Better get you pie.
0: Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show, Solomon Grundy. Hello. Well, it's that time of year again, where you have a bunch of idiots in green running around and getting retarded. So, how do you deal with drunks on
1: St. Patrick's Day? When Grundy put him back. They stay back.
0: No, 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 drunks. Not not drinks.
1: Grundy no like green drinks. Green drinks make Grundy think of Arrow Man. Arrow Man put Arrow in Grundy's eye, trying to evict Grundy from cave.
0: Arrow-man?
1: Arrow Man? Arrow Man. Are you talking about Green Arrow? This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!